Welcome to episode 32 of the Barman and Bevo podcast. We are live today, Sunday afternoon in, uh, or Sunday evening. This time changes it's messing me up. Oh, is it 504? <laughs> <laughs> or is my computer wrong? No, it is 504. Uh, we are live in downtown beautiful Tucker. Main Street. Snyder Cycles with Seth Snyder. Get with it. I wonder why it's called Snyder Cycles. Mm, that must be have something to do with Jane. <laughs> we, just, we just had more attitude than the other people, and they called us Snide, but we were also Snider than them. So, uh, Snide over. <laughs> uh, Seth, thanks for letting us use your space. Appreciate yeah, it. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, cool, cool to be here at the place I'm at every day doing, actually not the thing I do, thankfully. But second time you've been on the podcast. Interestingly enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, re- the reason we're recording today is, um, or t- recording here and the reason we're recording today is because of uh, Barman's in the heavy part of his cycling uh, coaching and organizing schedule. And there was a crit here today. Yeah, the Georgia Tech race weekend uh, was here. Seth, uh, the Snyder Cycles is a sponsor of the Georgia Tech cycling team, has been for a number of years. Well, Seth went there, didn't he? No. Oh, I thought you went no. there. He's no. a uh, Kennesaw State oh, okay. uh, graduate. Southern Poly, don't don't get me started. <laughs> the Kennesaw State Engineering School, south of the south of the university. Yeah, it was called Southern Polytechnic. No, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, we had a race weekend. We go to Brooks uh, for the road race, which is a little bit south of the Speedway in uh, Brooks, Georgia. Okay. And then uh, we do a time trial also in the afternoon down there. And then uh, actually the uh, one of the alumni, Ben Rothschild, found the Tucker Criterium course two years ago. This is the third year. This is the third year, um, kind of out of nowhere. Um, not sure exactly how it started, but it, he was looking for some in-town loops and uh, came out here to Tucker. and We bribed him. We bribed him. Yeah, but... Well, I always challenge the tech kids to uh, the riders to find new courses and do things that aren't necessarily done all the time. And it's so unusual for us to race inside the perimeter that anytime you can do that, it really draws the outside crowd. Like we saw the L5 Flyers bring their whole family, girlfriends. Everybody was out was out there for them, and a few other teams were. <clears throat> Team No East brought all their riders, and so it was an easy trip for them. And then besides the collegiate racers that were here collegiately and then raced again in the US in the USAC races, it was a it was a very good weekend for the amount of rain we had. I was quite surprised at the number of people that came and raced. I thought we might be rolling five people in the in the afternoon. <clears throat> Usually Seth has the tent on the corner and has some pizza out there and he's heckling people like it's a cyclocross race, which is awesome. We're not too rough. <laughs> nice and <laughs> a tent, which I, I have to mention, he bought for me two years ago. Yeah, it's fantastic, by the way. <laughs> it is. I love the color of blue. The color is really great. Seth did all the designs the color, on it. The color is my favorite part. I have a designer who 
Seth did all the designs on it. Yeah, I, I have a designer. I've always Actually, loved it. No, you're right. We did do that one ourselves. Yeah, we did. That. Jane, <coughs> yeah, I remember giving Jane you a template. I, and Jane and I did that. She's really good with that stuff. How'd you pick the color? Is the color a certain? It's kind of code, a signature or? color we use. Um, well, that was I think the closest one y'all had in your selection, or it was perfectly we, matched to what we said. I don't remember. We um, it was one or the other, but we liked it. Yeah, it was. It was. It would have been associated with a Pantone number. Or CMYK value. Oh, so you can print any color. Yes. Oh, yeah. The Except we, for metallics and neons, we can print anything. We have that in a um, like a design template that we use, of, like rules for our brand guidelines stuff. Yeah. Between the couple of teams that I that I that I manage or run in that, if I wish I had all the artwork in one place with all the colors and all the sponsors <laughs> logos in vector format and all that, because I can't tell you how much time I waste. Trying to, find it. <laughs> trying to find it, size I look through, it. I look through emails for my old stuff. <laughs> That's like, what I end up doing. Who did I send that to? And, and how long ago? <laughs> well, I went back yesterday because I think our two logos were two different yellows. Oh, so I went the... back and, and, and got them. Like, I think they're perfect now. You just copied point. the Pittsburgh Steeler colors and did it that uh, way. No. Livestrong? No. Oh. That was the color that the template came in, and I decided not to change it because <laughs> I like the colors. It looks good. Yeah. So only time black and gold. Oh, actually, Palm Harbor Middle School. I'm the first graduating class, 1984, I think. <laughs> that was our school colors. Um, all right, so today's races, how did they go? Fantastic. Only a few accidents. <laughs> When you're working at events, uh, especially slick track, <coughs> yeah. Parts when we Parts when we talk day. about when we talk about races, the main we want everybody to be safe. Mm-hmm. We want everyone to have a good time. We want to have fair racing. So that part went rather well. We did do quite a bit of work on the course um, between last year and this year. We did some as some midnight asphalt repair. Where people tried to run me over yeah, on, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was like the uh, which one is a game on, game off in, um, in Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> We're out there with a bucket of asphalt repair in the middle of the night with headlamps on, <laughs> game on, <laughs> game off. And then uh, this morning we put some pebble, some uh, marble rock and pebbles in some of the turns and swept off as best we could. With the amount of rain we had, a lot of the wood chips were coming off of the, where the railroad area is. Uh, but all in all, I think everybody, the actually the four or five race, and even in the evening was very competitive, very fair. Um, looked like, you know, if you had the fitness, you were there. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you didn't, lap times were between one fifteen and one thirty or one thirty-five, depending on what field you were in. So it was a little short, which is great for us collegiately because most of our fields don't go over fifty folks or so. So you don't need all that extra room and having a little bit narrower course allows people that handle their bikes a little bit better to have a better a better race. Well, that second to last race, what was the, that? That was a pro, men's pro one, two, three. The last two laps, there was a, a speed check, and they were going 33? 35 or 36, I think. I thought he said 33 to 35. At the top of the hill. Yeah. Yeah. So that's quick. Yeah. Brick Dangerblade was trying to throw it down with like five to go. <laughs> on his Snyder cycle, I, was I did see that. I was hoping for the best. Yeah, I did see he was riding one of your frames. Well, he's, he's well, unfortunately for Brick, with his size, he stands out like a super sore thumb as he's going through, as he's trying to attack and go through the first turn at full speed. He can't hide if they <laughs> There's no, there's no hiding. Um, is there anything else on today and yesterday you want to talk about before we move on to? The professional stuff. 
Uh, no, I appreciate Georgia Tech for putting on events. Um, unfortunately for our sport currently, we've been losing events, losing some of the participation numbers. Uh, numbers were up uh, at the road race yesterday by quite a bit. And actually, numbers were probably up even a little bit today. I thought some of the fields were a little bit larger. They look good. Yeah. And then some the last of the, two especially. Yeah. Some of the um, – and, and, you know, you're not going to grow racing if you don't have races. And we don't necessarily need another tour of Georgia. We need we need races where the first-time riders, like we noticed number 421 that was out there in the 4-5 race, very yeah. similar to me when I first started. You know, I got dropped in the – second turn of my first race and just and just kept building from there and that's and if you don't have local events or somewhere where you can drive less than an hour or where you pay where you have you don't have events where you or where you have events that you pay 25 or 30 dollars to participate in which would be going out to dinner uh, you're not going to grow you're not going to go ra- grow racing by having that and i think collegiately and then adding the usac events to a collegiate collegiate race allowing those racers who'd like to race more to get some upgrade points or participate in more. We saw Madeline Pierce. She did three races today. She did the Collegiate Women A. She did the women's race, and then she went ahead and joined in with the 4-5. So kind of that track mentality where race your category, not necessarily your age or gender. Um, And so uh, providing opportunities. So hats off to Georgia Tech cycling team for – <clears throat> for putting that on put, for putting it on for a number of years and and showing other communities auburn's done a great job clemson's done a great job other schools have done a great job of kind of adding that usac racing experience to not just collegiate so you know what collegiates if you need to be on campus back at six o'clock you know you, you need to be back but if you don't and you want to race more and your friends are willing to hang out why not stay for a few hours and then come to snyder cycles and Having to have an adult beverage and be on a podcast. If, if you're of age. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach Barman doesn't bring any beer to any collegiate events. <laughs> I, I've been to several of them. I can vouch for that. <clears throat> I'm the one that does it. <laughs> well, you're a sponsor. You're welcome to do whatever you want. When's the next race? Uh, collegiately, actually, we, because uh, spring break is coming up for them. Yeah. Uh, we actually do have a couple of weeks off uh, before the last two or three races of the road season and then we'll finish up i believe at king university in tennessee uh at the end of april and the nationals are in grand junction colorado in the first weekend of may gotcha um so we've got a lot going on in the professional world the 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 higher ups the european tour and all that stuff well this is like spring training for for them so like you yeah, have split games in spring baseball where the Braves are playing in two different you said you weren't going to talk about them anymore the, oh the cheating Braves <laughs> when the cheating, cheating Braves, Braves. <laughs> <laughs> when the cheating Braves are but, but similar to baseball so cycling is now in Italy and in France doing um, Adriatico uh, six stage stage race and then Perry Nice I believe is an eight stage uh, stage race that just finished up today so it gives uh there's a little bit of climbing a little bit of sprinting uh team time trial and then an individual time trial usually each of them um before we get into perry nice and before we get into torino adriatico anything on Froome? well um the the uk parliament actually came out and said 
pretty much that Sky is a lying, cheating organization um, that was actually <coughs> trying for marginal gains by using hold, hold the TV. A, a politician said that. Yes. <laughs> that David Brailsford has zero credibility left. Oh, wow. After they can't... Well, they can't prove that they gave Wiggins the flumacil in the bus, and they can't prove that he didn't. <laughs> wow. So they're in the... And so, well, you know, the Brits are a little bit different than the Americans. Uh, they tend to be more investigative reporter. There's, like, I guess, a few more Geraldos over there that like <laughs> to do their, their, their digging in that. And so... Well, they're interested in facts. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Not conjecture. <laughs> Not conjecture. Or fake news. <laughs> um, all right. So Perry Nice. Yeah, I wrote down a few different notes from that race. Um, apparently, during stage six, the Peloton missed a turn and got lost. It happens. <laughs> How often? Usually, they try to cover it up and act like they didn't go off course. Um, but in this uh, case, you had a lot of guys going worst to first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, usually what they do is they neutralize the race. The officials go back and restart from where the last known time was. And so they kind of uh, get back to where it should be back on course. And it's, it eventually gets harder for them to go off course because the people that are waiting for them <laughs> to come through aren't there any longer so you can't make that intersection <laughs> with even with the lead car just the basic lead cars and that um it looks like between yesterday and the beginning of the race there was a ton of issues with weather well it's march and crashes it's march and people abandoning it's march <laughs> so i saw tj tj van garden crashed out of the race early like stage one or two uh yeah but that'd be kind of like like uh pulling a hamstring right you know it's like oh i'm not going so well and i don't want to prove to the rest of the world i'm not going so well he was in the georgia tech brooks road race yesterday <laughs> <laughs> um i saw was it Dumoulin yesterday abandoned? Oh, but with a bunch of riders, though. Yeah. Well, it, and it, it was just like a downpour, and now everybody's got the flu, apparently. Everyone's got the flu. <laughs> uh, Cavendish crashed in the team time trial. And, 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 and looked like the scene from Hitch where he gets the uh, the seafood allergy. <laughs> his face is all blown up. His helmet's all crooked coming into the, coming into the finish, and he just looks god-awful. Um, so going into yesterday's... Uh, end of yesterday's stage, Simon Yates was in the lead. And I looked today, and it looks like Simon Yates finished in second by four seconds. To uh, Solar. Mark Solar. Yes. Who's Movie star. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Not as good as Mikhail uh, Landa saying he used marginal gains on Movie Star to outwit the Skyriders. Well, what's, what's funny is, so... Simon Yates is in that race, and his brother's in the lead in the other one. Adam Yates is in the lead. Yes. In, uh, Very gifted <laughs> twins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we like the beer opens in the mic. G Gary's trying not to get in trouble over here. but Gary, you can do it. There you go. <laughs> well, Kevin gets mad because Mike took those out. <laughs> no, we just stopped drinking. Or Bevo. <laughs> no, we just stopped drinking. <laughs> um, oh... Dumoulin abandoned Torino Adriatico, not not Paris. Very interesting. Yesterday, okay, so yesterday was all the abandons there. Yes, and it was 
Dumoulin, and that was the only one they said, but there was a lot of uh, a lot of abandons. Uh, Thomas, Geron Thomas was in the league. Geron Thomas was in the league. Well, yeah, but he had a he dropped his chain because he didn't have Snyder Cycle set up his front derailleur because they only have how many they only have how many mechanics at Sky. Probably, I don't know. Six? 206. Do they really? Uh, Garrett probably, Froome probably has his own personal mechanic. Well, how and much then, does their mechanics make? Because they could just pay the right guy. Like, I'm adult, happy they probably make like $35,000 a year. They travel throughout the world. They wash wheels. They get, that's, better, that's better than, than I've heard, so <laughs> I'd be there. I'd be there. But they probably make thirty-five grand a year and get paid... Like, they don't have to pay no, for they get their paid. expenses. Yeah, right. dude, but exactly. can you imagine all the different flavors of hookers in all the cities? <laughs> <laughs> Who had uh, 520 for the first mechanic, hooker reference? Us, us bike mechanics try not to talk about that, Seth. Are you trying to be appropriate? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we weren't going to get a clean show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> our, family free, uh, our family friendly rating probably went away. Uh, episode one. I get yelled at because I swear and you say Todd Sons probably listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that once. You guys could edit the hell out of it. If that would take too much time. Yeah, we're Don't not, we're not that gifted. <laughs> <laughs> no, we but, put the song in the but, beginning, we play the thing, and we put the song in the end, and we post it. <laughs> honestly, what what is the odds of Garrett Thomas jamming his chain so much that he can't get it out in under That's what five to ten seconds? How many times did he do it? It can be bad. You know it can be I bad. I know it can be bad. But that's the most gone over bicycle. He's the team leader for GC. He's in the lead. But how many times did it happen to him? Just once. And, they, and the neutral service pulled up and couldn't get it out either. Well, then he was interested in going hard. <clears throat> I have this. If the it, chain falls and you're pushing and it jams in there, you jam well, that, it in that's there. What I tell, that's, hard. that's what I always tell my triathlete clients when I work on their bicycles. When you start hearing a funny noise, is it time to back off the pedals and listen to hear what's going that's, on? That's good advice. It's not time to say, oh, it's jam time. <laughs> <laughs> and the front derailleur looks like a looks like a spaghetti noodle tur- turned around the chain. And you spent $700 for your Iron Man triathlon and you're halfway through with a busted front derailleur. You got to take your earbuds out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, as of yesterday, Thomas was in the lead. Greg Van Avermaet was right behind him. Um, I didn't check the today. I believe I Car- Caruso is leading it from BMC now. We got the Cape Town, uh, the Cape Town tour as well going on. We don't talk South about Africa. South Africa. That's where my company is. They make bad signs. What? Bad signs? That's where all my signs are. Your tent's from South Africa. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> no, but I did all the work for um, Trek Factory Racing for that. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. That yeah. is cool. So they ordered a bunch of stuff for the for the for that race. Where's, where's the is... picture of you with Jens Voigt? <laughs> we'll get we'll get that. <laughs> I can work on that. The best part is there's no water in Cape Town right now. They're on a water restriction. Water restriction or like the cab no, county, like there's, there's, like, no, there's like no the main, wa- there's, like the main broke. Water restriction meaning there's no water. Where'd he go? <laughs> it hasn't rained there in like, <laughs> like a year. But they're not letting you have water in your house. So what do you drink? You got bo- bottled water. Bottled water. So they just import the water. Huh? It's not the most sophisticated country in the world. Do they do desalinization? I asked my boss about that. I'm like, oh, they don't do desalinization plants there. He's like. <laughs> We're not that smart. <laughs> I mean, the, the president of the country two years ago got in trouble for having 
he re- refurbished his house and put in a pool. And, and then the government said, why did you pay $10 million for a pool? And he said, oh, that's my fire pool. And they're like, fire pool? Go, yeah, if there's a fire, I go jump in the pool. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the, I'm dead serious. You can look it up on YouTube. That's where the presidential hookers hang out. Different than the bike mechanic. He's got nine wives. <laughs> what? He's got like seven or eight wives. In South Africa? Yep. Well, he's he stepped so, he stepped down three weeks. Oh, ago. He's so no confused. longer the president. <laughs> hey, um, so but he probably never paid South anyone hush money. And he used to be a president. <laughs> What's that? So there's a dude in South Africa with nine wives who used to be a president. His wife was going to try to take down, over. He's got a ten is million dollar pool down now. to two now. How many wives did he lose? Still got. He's that? still got however many he's got. No way. You, yeah. you don't drop. Oil. You don't drop. You don't drop the presidency and not lose a wife. How do you get nine? He embezzled so much money. It doesn't matter. Where is it? Is that where the water went? No. Why do you... Well, never mind. (laughs) Um, We talked about Cavendish crashing again. Again? Do you think he just, like... Likes it? No. Like, just a way to collect a paycheck at this point? Well, I actually joked... I'm not sure if I sent it to you, but I sent it to someone that... You did um, send it to me. Um... Uh, Dimension Data was looking to blame Peter Sagan for his team time trial crash. About <laughs> <laughs> Peter was on another team. <laughs> uh, but you know, and I've to- I've talked about this on a podcast. I've told you this. Um, Cavendish used so much of his energy qualifying for the Olympics, and then and then getting bronze at the Olympics for the Omnium. That that's going to take him. That and in the end, that's actually probably going to end up costing him the number of Tour de France wins that he ends up doing. Okay, that's because he's training for a different event instead of because no because training he, for a money event. No, it's because he used so much energy traveling throughout the world oh, and preparing gotcha. for the Olympics and doing that Omnium, which is worth it because he was the only GB uh, 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 Olympian not to medal in two thousand and eight. It was worth it to him. But unfortunately, that's probably going to end up costing him. That's probably going to end up costing him the number of wins at the Tour de France. I think Eddie Merckx has thirty-seven. Wow. I think he's five off. But stage wins. Yeah, stage wins, and I don't think Cavs is going to get. He might win one or two more here or there, but it's got to be absolutely perfect for him now. And he's not a guy that can get into a break, like an eight-man break, and still do it. He just no one's going to take Cavendish to the line. I mean. Because the what they know what's going to happen. Or well, is Renshaw still well, because the, the, their no? team manager is not going to let them work with Cavendish to take Cavendish to the line. The, uh, the first thing they get in their earbud is going to be absolutely no work. <laughs> they're just not going to. They're not going to tow Cav to the line. Is, uh, is Renshaw still there or no? Renshaw had Dimension Data. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he his lead out man? Well, yeah, but lead outs aren't like they used to be. Well, I no, mean, no, I know that, but, but I know. <laughs> I know that that's and like, that one-two combo was pretty strong to a point. Yeah, but sprinting's changing again. It's going back to more of the two or three guys, and then you freelance it. Just like Cav has been freelancing a lot more. Um, <laughs> that worked out well for him. Well, you know, <laughs> and he had opportunity to win that world championship in Qatar, and it is it, you know we all grow older and racing changes. And the days of eight guys being dedicated to one guy to lead out is gone now. That just doesn't that doesn't exist any longer. And and honestly, can't, can't you look at something like that with just a broader view and say who's freshest right now? And yes. say 
you guys communicate last minute. Can you do that? Do you have hand signals? Do you have a body indicator that says, I'm the one, right? I know I'm the one. And if not, run each other together. Like, yeah. See what happens. Well, I think, that's what, I think that's what's happening with the teams now. They're realizing that, hey, I don't have to dedicate six guys in the last 8K to get me to the line. I can just dedicate two guys with them, let the other guys chill, and then and then we kind of freelance the finish where we're not where we're not just that that old school team telecom just drilling the last 10k with supercharged athletes like <laughs> like we're calves like literally coasting the last hundred meters. <laughs> did, those, did those guys all get? Um, did they all get outed? Or were they good? Not all of them. Probably eventually. Probably for Cav. That telecom team, probably only three or four of the seven or eight went down. It's not like Jens Voigt when you look at the Credit Agricole, the yeah. team time trial from the 2000 tour, where, where eight of the nine athletes either admitted to or were tested positive, yeah. except for Jens Voigt, who won't even talk about doping if you bring it up to him. He's the, he's the smiliest guy that ever raced. He doesn't you understand don't. what you're saying. You and you can't understand what he's saying on the telecast. <laughs> um, you don't want to turn him into an enemy. He's just such a nice guy. <laughs> he's so kind of a goofy... He's like that goofy German guy. <laughs> he's, he's like your goofy German uncle yes. on the Tour de France. Yes. Hey, you don't. You just don't want him to be a bad guy. We all know it's true. You just don't want him to be a bad guy. <sighs> I just wish he admitted it. Um, Floyd Landis was in the news this week. How much herb did he grow in Colorado? <laughs> Had nothing to do with that. Had nothing to do with that. Yeah. He came out and said, Team Sky will not be at the Tour de France. Well, I've told you that also. Yes. Or, no, I said Sky doesn't make it past this year. Yes, well, why you do said you that. Think, why I do you said think that? that. There's no way they can withstand this. Withstand what? Uh, Brailsford's been lying about everything. Marginal gains is really doping. Oh. Uh, Froome's going to get... Froome technically doesn't follow their zero tolerance if he tests positive. Okay. So, so they would have to eliminate them by their own rules. They would... <laughs> yes. If they, so if if he if keeps, they admit what they said. <laughs> yes. So if he keeps Froome, he's screwed. And Froome's going to get... Froome's going to get a, a, a six to nine month ban. Did anybody ever get banned to have one of them clean tattoos? Nope. Their arm? No. Those guys all, they're real. They're real. Cool. Have you got... Actually, that was the only... That was the only tattoo I actually thought about getting. That's cool. Yeah. But, like, Phil Phil Gaiman's is, like, is, like, awfully too big. Like, a little... Like, a little one... Wasn't his on a... His was, like, he... They made him do it, right? Or was that somebody else? No, uh, Phil's... If you read his book, Phil's comes from... Actually, Phil came up with the idea... And then either Brad Huff or someone did it first. Mm-hmm. And then Phil felt bad because he said it, but he didn't do it. So oh. he went back and got his. But his tattoo artist wasn't as good as the first <laughs> the first tattoo artist. Because it looks like there's like a little cord coming out of it. Like like a rope of soap. Like a tampon string? I don't know. I mean, I mean, when was the last time you had rope of soap? You know, was that camp when you're like... Yep. <laughs> like yeah, camp well, when you're like... Shit. Yeah, like your mom gives you rope of soap. Like you go. Don't let the boys get you. <laughs> you fast. Don't drop the soap, Barman. <laughs> um, Grab it quick. Did you catch any of the Oscars? No. A cycling movie won an Oscar. 
Uh, what cycling movie? Icarus. Uh, which one? Icarus. Is that a cycling movie? Is that, well, are you sure? Flying machine with feathers. <laughs> no, that's Greek mythology. <laughs> Icarus. We've talked about Icarus. Once an Oscar. I told you I watched it. It's a documentary about doping. I saw it. We you talked. Did see it. We, we talked about it. Did we? Yeah, we did a. Po- we did. I talked to you about it because I also watched the Lance one. Yeah. After it. This is a documentary about the Russian doping. Yes. Okay. I think we we we, we talked about this. I just want to make sure. Yes. Can I take the microphone to the bathroom with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, Seb. We don't want to know what you do in there. So you saw this. You saw this movie. Yeah, we talked about was this on good? the podcast. Was it good? I told you my I told you my thoughts on this. Well, I don't remember. So to refresh. Okay. So, so, so the guy got third or fourth at the at the hot the. The the it's a it's a, a timed grand fondo really yeah and he got third or fourth and he thought that if he doped he might do better but he actually did worse and he just happened to come upon the Russian guy because the person that he was dealing with told him that that was the person that could dope him and then they ended up saving the guy's life bringing him over to the United States and all that filmmaking wise yes it was pretty cool I mean it just seems like a, a, a as a, as it a, just got lucky. Is well, what you're I don't mind people getting lucky, and I, and I, and yes, it was very informative, and I do like documentaries. I don't, I don't read fiction. I don't, I don't watch fictional movies usually. I don't, except for Oak Island. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't finding. <laughs> we ain't found shit. <laughs> but it seemed like a Boulder, Colorado guy was just trying to do a movie, and he wanted to dope himself. Well, the 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 thing was. What I read was he was trying to do a documentary on doping and amateur cycling. Yeah, and he was and using turned, himself as it a It turned into doping the Russian state-supplied uh, yes. doping. Radokov. Yeah. Or I think I had Russian state-sponsored doping program. Is well, what no, they came, acro- they came yeah, across they came across it. it. And they saved it. the guy's life. Yeah. They, they, they definitely saved the guy's life, which is cool. It's cool that the U.S. actually... Allowed him to come to the United States, and actually, he's in the witness protection program here. That part's all cool. I'm not cool with someone trying to make money doping themselves. And this is and sure. and, and and I really the story for me out of, out of his movie is the fact that if you have a great race and you get third one year, you should really be happy for yourself and be thankful that you got that clean. Right. And he felt like if he doped himself, he'd get better, but he actually got three spots worse. And that's not because of his physical ability. It's because when we race bicycles, we race bicycles against other human beings. And sometimes we have positive results and sometimes we have others. And they aren't necessarily negative. They're just other results. And if you let the other results get to you, then you're never going to have more positive results. I was going to say, you were saying it's positive and then others. And I was like, Barman, can you just not handle the reality that sometimes you suck? And I'm you. very I'm very okay with sucking. But, I mean, I'll have, <laughs> so I'll have I do a great... As long as you I, learn from it. I do a great untrained Barman. <laughs> I could have a season that is just full of nothing. You know, nothing happens. Nothing. It's just racing. Right. And to me, it's just... Yeah, you're right about the other attitude. Because that, I think, is the way to point forward and not... Man, it was such shit... Why do I suck today? Yeah. Oh, I, I, this didn't go right. That. Are you gonna fix it next time? If if you know what it was, 
you can't plan every every strategy to fit every situation. True. Somebody's stronger than you today. Yeah. And if you don't understand that, well, then you need to get out of your and because you're full of shit. And where we are all in life, you know, there's other parts of life. There's there's work or this or with that. So you just have to be kind of thankful when you have a good race, and you have to be not. <laughs> You can't over if you get third there. You can't overanalyze it and say, "Oh, I need a dope to win." You need to say, "Okay, let me try again, and maybe not in the next year, but go two years later or three years later, try it again." And, and that, well, to me, that's like the whole point of the sport is to understand. Totally that agree. You're not gonna win every time. You may never win. It may not happen. I mean. Did you have fun doing it? I've been racing the track for 10 years. I think I've legitimately won one race. At least one that really was it seemed important to me. Like, maybe I won a small heat on this chill night, but really I've won one race. And, I mean, and that's fine with me. It was a good day. I've, I've probably won some other, like, heat that I'm just not thinking about because it just didn't seem important at the time. I think so. Maybe a points race or something that you don't really feel it because at the finish line you might have got whooped. Right. So you don't close and go, oh, yeah, I definitely won. Maybe there's a race in there, okay? But really, I can tell you, as a matter of fact, I know I have won one race that did matter to me. And there's not a race I won that I wouldn't remember because it was unimportant. But to be able to say, hey, there's good races and there's the other races. Those are the ones you learn from. And if you look at them as, oh, man, I lost, and you can't move past that, you're screwed. That And that, to me, that's just... You're talking about sport here. That's the most important thing to me about the whole thing is being able to learn and not worry about stuff that doesn't go right. True. Couldn't my favorite thing. My favorite thing. So I hold a beer up to that. Cheers. <laughs> Happy Sunday. See you in the emergency room. <laughs> not yet. It happens and you can't, you know, it's just, that's how it is. Oh, everybody's back. Everybody's back. Are you guys about to start farting in here? <laughs> Sorry, uh, six people just walked, oh, six people just walked in and they all just ate big ass cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think for now that finishes off cycling for this week. Unless you've got anything you want to add. No. Do oh, you? I don't. I do. I saw some good ass racing today. I'm proud to sponsor Georgia Tech. And Georgia State as a bike shop. And I see Barman running these Georgia Tech kids. Wait, wait, wait. Georgia State has a team too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Kennesaw State was out there. I saw yep. Kennesaw State out yep. there. Yep. And I'm not repping on their side. I like yep. them. They're good people. But honestly, I don't know because they're Kennesaw State and I left one of those Southern Polytechnics. It's just not the same. You can't call it. Don't say anything about it. Well, there's no South Poly team, so what are you going to do? It's going to start one. <laughs> Space time travel machine, man. Time travel machine. Hey, Sydney. All right, so on to soccer. Already? Yep. I believe we it's talked called, for 35 minutes. I believe it's called football. 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 <laughs> All right, football. Let's, let's chat a little Atlanta United. Atlanta United. Did they win? They did win. <laughs> we can't talk about it, though, because we haven't watched it. We yes. can talk about last week. Huh? Get Guzan play. If you want to call what he did playing. <laughs> did anyone score any goals against them? Yes. Four. Win. Yes, last week. Oh, really? Was he that? let in four. That was practice. That was week one of the season. Oh. Oh and one regular season. Thanks to who was Brad that? Guzan. Uh, LA? Houston. Houston. 
Houston, hello. Hello. <laughs> Four nothing. And it was clear to me in the middle of that game that the defense did not want to play for Brad Guzan anymore. <laughs> Just like I don't want to cheer for him. Now, they did bounce back today and they won three to one. I'm sure when I go back and watch the game, when I get home tonight, I will see the soft goal that, <laughs> that Brad Guzan let in Dang. if he played. You're rough. The guy is a loser. Hey, he's not a loser. He played all last year. No, he didn't play all last when year. When he wasn't on the national team. He, did, he only played half the year. Do you, do you need to chill out? No. Yes. He never. I demand perfection. No, you don't. I do. The Green Bay Packers are not perfection. Mike yes. McCarthy is not a perfect coach. And I Don said Capers, from the very beginning. Don Capers is the best defensive coordinator that Green Bay Packers will ever have. Wrong. <laughs> You're dead wrong. <laughs> I asked for changes, I got changes. <laughs> they may not have been all the changes I wanted, but I got changes. And we'll talk about the NFL in a minute. Right after this beer break, brought to you by PBR and Mike and Mike. <laughs> Barman and Bebo. Barman and Bebo. <laughs> but Mike and Mike. That was uh, already taken. Oh, so, but then they retired. We could re, we could restart Mike and just Mike. Just sue them. Or, or, <laughs> there is no Mike Because it's Mike Wingo show. and it's uh, Golik and Trey Wingo Golik. or Trey and... <laughs> um, I hate to think what the Mike and Mike candy is actually made of. <laughs> I thought it was Mike and Ike. <laughs> I'm just... I don't like the guy. Nothing wrong with that. And I don't think he's that good. I don't disagree with you. However, I, I think, will not root I think against he's my goalkeeper. On the downside of his career, I do not. I will not root against my yeah, goalkeeper. There's always one guy on the team. I'm always going to root against. I know you. Every team. I know every team. I know that's how you are. Um, they did bounce back today, one three to one. So I'm happy about that. They did beat DC, but I think DC is one of the worst teams in the league. But still, a win's a win. A win's a win. Three to one. So they're one and one on the year. Two points is two points. The one and one on the year. On paper, they're a better team than last year. Right. Slightly better in the midfield. Damn. Defense looks a little shaky right now, but... Why is Bradley playing midfield? Did you see Bradley's the head coach of uh, the new L.A. team? Yeah. Well, I thought that Bruce Arena... That was Bruce Arena's job. No, he was L.A., but he was with the Galaxy. Yeah, but I think he was going to go there. He's the GM of the Galaxy. Oh. Or he's, he's got a... A higher-up uh, position. Vice yeah. president of... Yeah. He's the assistant to the traveling secretary. <laughs> I think he's still affiliated with LA Galaxy, so... Um, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, you made a bold prediction that you thought the Cleveland Browns would be a playoff team next year. Am I am I correct in remembering that properly? Yes. And after, everyone called me out on that. And after Friday night, yes. Do you still feel the same way? Oh yeah. Tyrod Taylor. You saw, whoa, whoa, that's just one of the pieces. I, dude, did you see all of them? Yes. So they got Tyrod Taylor, they got Jarvis Landry, and they got Dem- Demarius Randall. Yes. They are the 76ers of the NFL. Well, first of all, what did I say? 10 and six or nine and seven. You said they'd be in the playoffs. That's all you said. Yeah. So I said nine. Six. I think you said they'd win nine or ten games. Yeah, nine or ten games. That's they get fair. into the playoffs. <laughs> but you don't. You, you think I'm wrong? Did, I we, did, did we bet the usual? No, we did not. Oh, we might have. <laughs> but I want to. I want to just say, I see it now <laughs> because I think they've gotten significantly better under one condition. 
Tyron Taylor plays 12 games. That's always been the issue with the Browns is they could never protect the quarterback, so three guys would play quarterback. The reason they got Tyrod Taylor and what the Bills didn't do with him is they didn't allow him to rush outside the pocket. The Browns are going to play spread offense. Okay. I've got a question. Fire away. So you guys, you're very invested in this. It sounds like, I mean, there's a lot of analysis going on here. You you see things. It sounds important. It's not important. It's really not but important. It's not important. It's just, funny. it's just funny that it happened, and he predicted it like but two months ago. He gets upset because I'm right. It just seems <laughs> of, of all the analysis going in this. Gary's probably the Browns base, fan. The base. <laughs> good for you. He's from Ohio. Base, I'm a Bengals fan. The base activity we're really getting to here is that it's really important to play with balls. <laughs> I mean that's what we're talking about here. It's something we don't do in cycling. I just wanted to just make that clear. In cycling we don't do that. It's just funny. I, I still I, I agree with you now. Yes. I think they are a playoff team. Yes. As long as he plays twelve games. Yes. Does Tiger win the Masters? And we're not on that yet. Oh. We're not there yet. That is on the list. Because there's more bold predictions that are going to come true and you're going to be upset. How no. old can you be as a golfer and still be successful? Jack Nicholas won the Masters at 47 years old. Tiger's only 42. Tiger's got like a five to eight, How long five to eight year window. Did he continue to play after that? Up until a couple years ago? Yeah. Maybe 10 years ago? It's weird because Jack Nicholas. Jack Nicholas was better in his late 40s, and it was actually um, uh, the Kansas uh, um, at St. Andrews that almost won. Um, that Jack Nicholas beat in. Who did Who did Jack Nicholas chip off the green to? Um, shit. Michael Jordan. Greg Norman. No. Um, Shark Man. Older than that. Nice. Ah. Uh, um, Gary Player, Arnold Palmer. No. Later, later generation. Okay. Younger than Jack, though. Okay. He's from Fred, Kansas. Fred Couples. He, he was just no. Fred Couples is his back problem. Um, so usually you have usually golfers kind of oh. contend in Nick, their fifties. Nick. Uh, no. Not Nick Faldo. He fell okay. apart early. Okay. Um, <sighs> Daily. No. <laughs> Dude, he he. I think he does uh, Hooters. Daily hold out the, the other day. Did he? Yeah, in his American flag pants, <laughs> <laughs> white shirt, American flag pants. Dude. He's got the blonde mullet going dude. again, and he's he's like his guts out of here. He holds out on a party. Dude, out awesome. of anyone I've ever seen hit a golf ball, he is the most amazing human being I've ever seen hit a golf ball. So my boss caddied for him in South Africa. And he said his, his driver chef was like a piece of rebar. Dude, it is. <laughs> Watching that zero. man. And my, my boss uses like an extra stiff shaft. And like he is driver 350. He, he, he said this thing was unbelievable. <clears throat> and this is going back like early 90s. Yes. When Daly was like big. Like popular big. But it was, he said it was like a piece of rebar. Just, just heavy as hell? No flex. Well, well, that allowed no flex in the golf club allows you to add energy as you, you, as you swing it down because you're not losing you're it in the whip. The speed up it's yeah, just like a cycling, like a bicycle frame. Yeah. You're instead of so if you like like that really rigid ride like a Scott or yeah. 
you the the golf club's kind of the same way where where if you can reduce the amount of energy that's lost as you turn it mm-hmm. and come back, yeah. the more energy that you'll have as you as you come through. It also but changes which, the head position. Which, 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 which Scott are we talking about? Like like those triplasmas and even like that um what's that old cubed um the uh CR CR one? Yeah, or, that was kind of their like comfy bike. Uh, that pro and Scott still makes some of the stiffest frames, the stiffest, most brittle frames you can find. But the golf club's kind of the same. The, their stiffest the ratings way. have always beaten everybody. Oh, they are by, by far. Everybody. If if you're com- if you're comfortable yourself as a human being on a bike, riding Scotts are awesome. If you if you don't if if you're looking for a plush ride. It's kind of like the difference between, you know, if you get into a Honda Civic and drive, it drives itself. You know, you hit the gas, you kind of point it down the road or whatever. You get into, a, like, an old 85 Corvette. <laughs> and you go around... The you, go, like this. Yeah, you go around a turn, and next to you, then you know the rear wheels are, like, sideways on you. It's like, oh, shoot, I forgot I have to pay attention <laughs> to how I drive. I've been driving a Honda Civic. Maybe don't push the gas. <laughs> um... Brown's going to playoffs or no? Yes. Oh. All right. The one thing I want to say, if they wanted to run that offense, the right. Browns, they could have run it with Kaiser. Yeah, but he was too young and he's and, and he can't take the That's beating. That's the offense he ran at Notre Dame. Yeah, but the... <laughs> if you think Kaiser can't take the beating, Taylor can't Why take the beating. Why do they play in the game? To win. I don't think... I How don't. many wins for Arizona State? Zero. Herm's not winning a game? Zero. Before he gets fired or two. <laughs> They've gotta have a couple cupcakes on there. Have these guys have these guys had moments that are really testing them, like sink or swim moments as far as players that you're talking about? Yeah. Well, these uh, the Cleveland Browns have kind of tanked over the last They've couple won years. One game in the to last get, two years. Okay, get, so they're just, so, so like they're not uh, people haven't like said, Oh, they're terrible, they're the worst team ever, or are they saying that? They're, they're not the worst team ever, but they did not win any they games lost, last they year. They lost a handful of games by less than three points. Right. So they, weren't, they weren't as bad as even the Lions in, what did we say, 2011, was it? Yeah. So like yeah nine, nine or 11. They can put yeah. up a fight, sink or swim. They're just kind of a bunch of floaties. I mean, they noted, uh, Jordan, they can't finish. Green Bay beat them in overtime. Yeah. So, so people are like, okay, they can play, but they can't win. Yes. So they're just mm-hmm. kind of a bunch of floating Browns. It's it's mismanagement within the organization. <laughs> Floating brown, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's mis it's a mismanaged team. But now they made some pretty good moves. Yeah, well they were ready to because they're they're so far under the salary cap, they have so much room to offer and other they have people. So stuff. many draft picks. Then they made some fantastic trades for people that they couldn't get under contract in free agency. They have them tied at least one season and might be able to actually extend them if they go to the playoffs. People might because Cleveland will support whatever you put on a field. Oh sure, They're, they've had a loser for <laughs> since before <laughs> the team left. Yes, <laughs> every year they played, they had a loser on the team. They, they haven't team. gone to the playoffs and uh, who was the last years? head coach to go to the playoffs with the Browns? Bill Belichick. <laughs> what? Ninety six. They were gone in '96. No, that was, it was the '94. No, no, like no, it was. It was. People like that guy, don't they? He's okay. He's not okay. He's, He's got a couple wins. 
Here's here's the key. The Browns go to the Super Bowl if Tyrod Taylor plays more than eight games. They aren't going to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, the playoffs. Sorry, the playoffs. <laughs> the Browns go to the playoffs. The Browns go to the playoffs if Tyrod Taylor plays more than eight games. Yes. Yeah. I don't think he plays more than eight games. I don't think he's Chandelier. Who's his backup? Who isn't his backup? <laughs> well, they actually think they're going to draft. They could actually go low if that Louisville quarterback goes way late. That's a terrible decision. When did, you, when did you become the GM of the Cleveland Browns? Clearly, <laughs> Clearly the Jets don't know what to draft. He's giving it for free. He's giving it for free. That's a terrible pick. What, you want him to play wide receiver? Nope. I don't want him to take him. Okay. I say you pass up for a better quarterback in the second round. Just Who's a better the Heisman, Probably some high school. The kid's the most athletic person available, and you have there has to be something you can do. Not play quarterback. All right. You didn't have that good a year. It's just a race year. thing with you. It's okay. It's not. It's all Rand- right. Randall Cunningham was the best black quarterback ever. How dare you say that about Doug Williams? <laughs> Defense. <laughs> Dude, I've seen Doug Williams throw that ball downfield. It's a thing of beauty. Who did they beat? Denver? Yes. No, Raiders. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Usual? <laughs> Watch it's neither. <laughs> no, it's the Raiders. Handshake, what was that, Super Bowl 23? No, it was like 87 or 88. No, it's like 83, dude. 83 or 84. <laughs> People aren't even thinking about me yet. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, well, we should bet on the year too. I think I'm closer on the year. We'll I think the Redskins didn't win the Super Bowl in '83. I think they did. Doug Williams. <laughs> Jesus. Where? He played in the USFL. Did he? After he? Arizona Outlaws. <laughs> that was another conversation. Yes. Okay, so he didn't play for the Redskins in 83 if they won the Super Bowl in 83. All right. Because he was there from 86 to 89. Dang. <laughs> Who'd they beat? What ideas is taking you guys back? You think you're in 83. You have some thought that's, like, making you think that's what happened then because you yes. were there. Denver. Broncos. Boom! Ouch. <laughs> How much you owe me now? Ten? That was double or nothing. Was <laughs> no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Whoa! I got it all back to even. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> was the handshake <laughs> I, think, I think I'm negative 16. <laughs> it's over 10. Oh, yeah, easily. That so might be the first time I've ever gotten one on you. When was John Riggins? What year was John Riggins? That was the same team. Was it? He was there maybe from like 83 to 90. Ooh. Or 80 to 90? 80 to 90. He was probably there for 10 years. It was Redskins Raiders in 83. I think the Raiders won that Super Bowl, though. That was Madden as the coach. No. Madden stopped coaching at 78. Nice try. Well, I don't remember the Raiders ever being good <laughs> between 80 and 92 when they lost the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Was. All right, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, the quarterback back then was Jay Schrader. Maybe no, that's in the, that's the nineties. Uh, then it was, and he actually was the quarterback at Washington that went to the Raiders. That's why you're, oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, 
crazy trades. It was crazy. I woke up Saturday morning. I had no idea. I had no, no idea. Well, no, no, I had no idea the Packers had a new quarterback, <laughs> which was del- delighted by. That means we get rid of what's his name. The uh, whole um, kid from UCLA. Yeah. It was terrible. Well, he's a Brent Hudley. Hudley. He could be your Browns starting quarterback next year. They got Tyrod Taylor. Um, you want to hold off on Oak Island? I mean, the season ended. Right. They found shit. I think you can get, get into Goose Island after that, right? <laughs> so we so there's, find this rea- there's, there's this reality show that's on History Channel. It's about this island up in Nova Scotia. So they're live streaming history? Now Is that the concept here? Well, it's them digging for treasure. But they don't know what the treasure is. Probably it's, not history. Well, no, they keep they find artifacts and stuff like that. It's a bit... It's a, it's a, they find a lot of pottery. What do they learn? They're learning that somebody was there before they should have been there. So, kind of like, I don't know. I can only think, like, somebody was in your tent while you were camping, and instead of just taking your shit, they took a shit. It's in like your 500 tent. years ago. <laughs> it's not that. That was a big bear. But But as it happened to you, it's like if somebody crawled in your tent, took a shit, and you get there, like, somebody took a shit. In my tent, instead of just if took my shit. Took a they shit didn't just take tent, a shit. The first person I'm calling is you. But but I won't be there, and you won't have a cell phone. <laughs> he doesn't camp. <laughs> this this, right. this conversation is meaningless. I didn't know you were so fancy. Better car. I don't care. You guys don't know them. That they're gone. That's all the better. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Come on, dog. Say go. <laughs> This I don't think your dog wants to leave. Yeah, <laughs> forever. She's like, they've been giving me free beer. The free beer. This dog hasn't started puking yet, but we fed her six beers via funnel. Jeez. Just call the ASPCA or Natalie and or whoever was on that. It's our fault that your animal was sad. Sydney, come on. Come on, go. Come on, girl. You go Oak Island ended. They found a bunch of stuff this year, just like small artifacts. Well, they laid it all out on a huge table. They did? But you know what that means? One table? One, One table. Table. <laughs> table. Table from probably about there to here. All right. So How many million did they spend this year? Three. Ten. You think it's that much? Ten to fifteen. At least. That drilling platform. Oh, that's true. They did drink. That drilling platform. That drilling platform was there for how long? Where's Oak Island? Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Scotia. Some people would say Canada. Yes. Nova Scotia's in Canada. Okay. It's a province. So for us uneducated folk here in Tucker, you went to. We should take Seth to Thunder Bay. I know where Nova Scotia is. I'm just helping your listeners out. All 18 of them can figure out where Nova Scotia is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll let them leave that in the comments. Do you guys have comments? Yeah. All right, great. Leave it in the comments. Do you know where Nova Scotia is? Because I do now. Chris Anunziato knows where it is. He wants to be on Jeopardy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's either a one or a two. One, you know where Nova Scotia is, or two, you don't. Chris has the best draft at the track. He is smooth. We'll just leave that there for him. High RPM. He's, he's mad at Barman right now. So he's no, not he's not. <laughs> I covered that. I, I covered that. I apologized. Okay. Which was well earned. 
But we're not going to talk about that. Chris, anymore. we only give you shit because we love you. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> unfortunately, I was thinking about that earlier today. I was like, man, I'm so rough on the people I like. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers know yeah. like that. And so, yeah, that's, that's what we... So, well, there, there's, there's a culture around this, and some people are ready for real-life criticism to understand what can make them better from somebody else's perspective, which... Maybe they don't want to hear it. Maybe they do. Doesn't really matter. But if you're trying to help somebody, you tell them what's helpful. And if they don't I want to hear it, if they don't want to hear it, over the bad. years I have done better. Too bad. At only offering it when they ask. Unfortunately, they get fire hosed because I've had so much to say for so long. My brother's here for me every time, to, you know, time to time, and it's, I'm not terrible, but. Sometimes you just gotta tell people what's up, and some people just can't handle it. So yeah, yeah. to that, it's too true. bad. I encourage you to listen to all of our podcasts and tell us where we've gone wrong <laughs> <laughs> in the comment section. <laughs> one is good, two is bad. <laughs> we're, we're batting about one out, of, one out of two out of three, and we're missing somebody. Three out of five, we're missing somebody. Scott Patton, we missed you on the motorcycle today. Good for you for getting out of the rain and making Manny and John Patterson have to do all the work. Traveling for spring break. We had, we even we even had we had to pull Gary Morgan out of, out of the uh, out of the dugout. Manager came in. You mean lefty out of the bullpen? Gary Morgan in. Pit official. I think uh, Scott's just trying to keep it healthy. He's a like forty something year old dude in a nineteen year old's body. Uh, Fifty not fat. Yeah, he's looking like a child. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming in at a brisk 199. He's got his high school face on. He's got his high school face on. He does. Good for him. Face pat. Not many, not many people that go tease in high school though. Okay, okay. So maybe he was trying too hard. Maybe he was trying too hard. Maybe he was listening to too much jazz. Scott, Scott's got a good podcast as well. You can listen to him there. Are you guys competing? Fat guys no more. Who gets more advertising? No, numbers? it's Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why I don't get invited. <laughs> well, we, we do this. Nobody wants to lose that battle. I mean, if you're willing to pay us, we'll take your advertising money. Pay you? <laughs> I show my bulge for free. <laughs> um... No trip to Whole Foods. We've got to grow this thing. Hopefully, in a, a year or so, we can we can ask for advertising it's like dollars. A, we're in the we're in the starter yeast mode that you keep in the back of the fridge inside the Ziploc bag that you're not sure is going to work. Yep. <laughs> um, we traded some texts about uh, Civil War gold. The show on after Oak Island. <laughs> So the the custodian at a high school in Michigan decided that <laughs> decided that two hundred million dollars worth of, of Confederate gold was pushed off a barge in Lake Michigan from where I was born because they were upset that someone else owned it. Yes. All right. Let's. <laughs> Wait. So this did happen, or this is somebody's dream? No, he thinks it's down there. This is a guy. So uh, there was a there was a battle in. When, well, when no, Jefferson, when Jefferson Davis surrendered, that's oh, true. Captured. That's true. That gold red. It's Irwin, Irwinton, Georgia. Yes. And people have been there for since the Civil War ended. Okay. People have been looking for this gold. 
And he thinks it's in Detroit? Well, no, so they were chased by the Michigan 4th Cavalry. And the Wisconsin. And the Wisconsin 1st actually came upon where Jefferson Davis was. And they they kind of cornered him. What I do agree with is... Down in Irvington, here. Yeah. In, in here. It's in Lake Michigan. No, well... Because they snatched it from... We didn't get that far no, into the story, it. but they, they, well, they buried the treasure, they the came back and got it, and then they, they transferred it. The guy opened the bank, the guy opened the bank two years later, the captain okay. from the Michigan Fort opened a bank okay. in western Michigan. Okay. So, yes, that gold went there, but it's not sitting on the bottom of Lake Michigan. It got used and split up among yes. the, those the officers... Yeah, amongst those officers that were there. Mm-hmm. So it but got, it makes good TV to have a high school custodian with the metal detector <laughs> going through an open field. Beep, so he got pushed beep. off. And they found, they found <laughs> one silver coin. That's what he said. He's like, it got one. pushed off a barge. And a bunch of, like, burnt No, there was parts. no gold. They said, I said they found one silver coin. One yeah, silver not coin. Not a gold coin. They haven't found any gold at Oak <laughs> How many years? They found gold there. No. They just Where? found it. No. <laughs> the garnet. Did no, the, that Did brooch is copper money? coming oh, out right. of no silver. Yes. It's gold. <coughs> Maybe. How do you identify it? But he said it was a coin. Found a coin in a giant open field Dude, and a bunch the thing, of wagon wheels. The thing, field. The yeah. thing, the thing is aside, the, yeah. the thing is like this big. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a child like sold a paper airplane to a, some sucker in the south when his parents were on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> That's where that coin came from. It wasn't war money. No, it was it was, it was dated around the right time. Yeah, but uh-huh. it doesn't mean the kid wasn't stupid and bought a paper airplane well, for here, a point. Here's, here's, here's the problem with the show. One of the problems. The guy was Barman's janitor when he was in elementary school. <laughs> oh, oh, you know that. <laughs> Part, here's the other thing. So the whole story revolves around on Oak Island is in Canada. Mm-hmm. Oak Island ends in August or September based on our time frame. Ends? Ends because of weather. They can't start because of weather. The winter starts. So they can't dive... They can't dig. Oh, you're talking about business and... Right, so logically, the call starts for this Civil War show, the Civil War Gold show, as the main guy is leaving Oak Island, which we think is August or September. Okay. And they're somehow going to dive Lake Michigan before the... The ice. Yeah, come on. <laughs> they're gonna they, they've shown footage. Like, they're diving Lake Michigan. They find, they find the, the missing train car. The box car. The box car. And they're like, we found it, we found it, but there's, I guarantee there's no gold in there. But they think there's a boxcar from with the two million dollars worth of silver. That people pushed off a barge. Okay, I'm just gonna let them dig for it. I'm not going up there. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah, man. No, it's fucking cold. <laughs> it is. I've watched Both fireworks. Of us are from I've watched fireworks. Like I've watched fireworks with a snowmobile suit on <laughs> off the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> what? Well, I've been ice fishing, and I just can't afford how much beer I need to sit there all day <laughs> and wait on the string to pull. Jane's got the neck roll. Yeah. <laughs> fishing is boring. It is boring. Yeah, it's like golf. <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods. Jane, Jane, roll this in. Jane's Tiger Woods was two back in the Valspar Ninja. He wins the Masters, though. You know it's coming. Tiger Woods is through seventeen. Yeah. He is in third place. Oh, no, he's not in third place. He's in What's he he's tied for second. He's minus nine. Damn. 
And Paul Casey's at minus 10. So they said bad things in the news. They said bad things in the news, and he's still a good golfer. Well, he's a bad human being. He's a great golfer. Where are you setting? There you go. All right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) He's minus one on the day. He's winning the Masters, dude. Dude. Dude, Jordan Spieth. Spieth. Jordan Spieth. I'll call him whatever I want. (laughs) Dude, Dustin Johnson, none of those guys can do Sunday in the same group with Tiger at the Masters. I think both of those guys can. They can't. They they will what? get to they, they the will get to twelve the, the fairway and Tiger can't. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Yes, no, it doesn't. It makes it easier if you're in the middle of the fairway <laughs> and not in the rough. It doesn't. After you watch somebody come out of the rough eighteen times, you're like, holy, this guy's meant I'll to win this the tournament. Field. You'll take the field on Tiger. I will. And I'll still root for Tiger to win. <laughs> but I'll take the field. <laughs> I told you he was winning months ago. I know ago. you did. You told me that three, maybe four weeks ago. I think it was earlier than that. I think we were in the beginning of January. I said if he was still healthy, <laughs> come Masters, he had a shot. He had a shot. He's, He's winning healthy. Masters. He's healthy. No one knows that golf course as well as he does. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Play your weakness. Take the field. You're crazy. Take the field. All right, usual. I think we already bet on this. We're all even, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Nice try there, little man. Like I said, I'll take the field, but I'm rooting for Tiger. I want to see him win. I want to see him break that record. He's a bad human being. That doesn't matter on the golf course. <laughs> He's a great golfer. He can bang whoever he wants. Well, that's where. Well, that's where everybody gets confused. It's like when you try to make somebody something that they're not. Michael Jordan is not a great human being. He's a fantastic basketball player. Some might say the best ever. He probably He's is in the top five, yeah. if not the top two or three. Who's, who's Will Chamberlain that? might be the only other person that's better than him. You see, they, they threw, up, they threw up Larry Bird's number at 30 against LeBron's numbers at 30. And? Larry Bird's like 10% better. <laughs> nice. <laughs> His rebounds are way higher. Um, all right. I'm not going to talk NHL hockey. We'll wait. We'll save that for next, next time because we're at an hour and six minutes. We're doing um, good. We are... Um, so, looks like we've... Seth, thanks for letting us record here today. Appreciate it, bud. Boy, you don't even know. <laughs> we've got a couple more guests coming up. Um, next week... Are you the booking agent? I am. Well, No, because you kind of booked Steve Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you booked uh, Dang, John Croom. I'm going to listen to y'all's show. Hey, you should listen to the last week's. It's a little bit of a longer episode, but we interviewed John Croom from... Um, yeah, I know John. Yeah. So we interviewed him. He was good. He, was, he talked to us for an hour. We went way longer than we anticipated. We were drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> I told them all, if you could come here, you better bring us some beer. At least y'all follow through. You know, I'm still, I still... I don't even know if it's worth mentioning. I'm still waiting on Kirk Corsella to bring me some fucking Christmas beer. Dude! <laughs> Kirk Corsella, we're calling you out. Because, unfortunately, he... You know, I give him I give him crap about those old tri photos of him from '89, where he's wearing like banana a speedo and a banana. And so he comes walking up to me yesterday with his running shorts like rolled up, like, <laughs> like "Hey, Barman, how was that pro race?" Like, like, <laughs> like, just nut it out. So, so, so he's rolled up. 
It was awful. <laughs> uh, so next week, we're going to try and report, record during the St. Paddy's Day party at my house. Oh, we got Joe. Good luck. Y'all are just going to get some sounds and some grunts and maybe a little... I don't know. So, just to explain what St. Paddy's Day is to Bebo and Barman. There was one year I got, I got, I got fired a week before St. Paddy's Day. Oh, not on St. Paddy's Day. The week before... The bartender, actually, we tried to go to the bar early. They called you on St. Patty's Day after they fired you and said, come back, Mark. No, it was actually, it was was actually like a week earlier. So I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have another job yet. We tried to go to the bar. The bar was closed. So we drove back to his place and started drinking. Then the bartender at the heart drove us. I called her. I said, hey, what time do you guys open today? (laughs) She lived across the street from me. I said, hey, can we hitch a ride with you on your way to work? (laughs) Drove us to work. And we were the first ones in, and she just walked in with us, and she was just shaking her head. <laughs> so we sat down, Thanks, Una. and we were there until close? No. We got there at 11. We were there probably to 1-ish. 1-ish? Yeah. I remember my bill was like 218. Hell yeah. We had three meals. <laughs> we had three meals. <laughs> we each had 20 Guinness. And they brought the bildos. It was like $300. Bring it back when it's 400 <laughs> Did you say 20 Ish. Ish. Each. I sit down and I say, I want you to bring me a Guinness every half hour until I tell you not to. And then I just want you to bring me one every hour. <clears throat> and then we do a shot. And I can go about eight hours. Every time a new friend. I do about eight hours to, to an hour. And then I slow down. <laughs> I can only do one an hour. Then, a couple years later, I actually brought my own Guinness glass, because I hate drinking Guinness out of the plastic cup. That, that was, yeah. the, same, that was and, the same year. Oh, was it the same year? <laughs> yes. So I, come, but, 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 I go to walk in, and I have my cup, and, and the, the girl that's charging the cover at the door is like, you brought your own Guinness glass. I was like, yes, ma'am, I don't like to drink out of uh, plastic. She's like, come on in, you're our kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the plastic there was... For your safety and everybody else's safety. Well, well we the, used to stack the cups. <laughs> you had a stack of cups this tall. It was, like quarter beer, it was like quarter beer night in there. But if we brought a glass, we would get a glass back. But we might have to wait a little bit longer. So it was... it was. It, and we realized that the, the Guinness pint glass was like two ounces more yeah. than the plastic mm-hmm. cup. Hey, take that. So that's how you know you're going to get a sunflower seed down your shirt at a cheating Braves game. Is if the guy behind you has a seven stack of plastic cups, has a seven stack of plastic cups when you show up to your seat three innings later, you know you're getting sunflower seeds down the back of your shirt. Seth just throwing that CP time in and just being like third in. And <laughs> so, uh, guests coming up, my dad, who should Joe, be highly entertaining. He has to have the Babe Ruth jersey on though. I'll tell him to bring it. All right, that's fine. We'll bring it. So my dad's like old Italian. New York guy. That's racist. Storyteller. I'm Italian. You didn't call him a whopper. <laughs> call him a guinea. You can't talk about. You can't no, talk no, about where no, no, that's from, not man. even racist anymore. Hey, that's a compliment. Wait, where does he identify that he comes from, though? Buffalo, New York. And he's well, a, that's not a hundred percent Italian. Well, that's just racist. People think he's from New York City. <laughs> he's from like some podunk town out on Lake Erie. <laughs> uh, so we got him. We're working on Steve Hill. We'll probably get a pizza. We'll, we'll pizza and Diet Coke. Is that what he said? Oh. <laughs> Steve likes <laughs> diarrhea. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> we'll probably head a little bit down yes. south for him. And you said Annunziata. We got to get him on the well, show. We have to get Annunziata. 
We need to go through the. Uh, we need get, to go through the, the, Jeopardy the categories. Quiz, the Jeopardy quiz. Let on me air. come with Chris just to keep him in check. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably have to check with his agent too. Oh. All right. So that does it for episode thirty-two. Seth, again, thanks for letting us report at Sniper Cycles. Thank you guys. Um, thanks for coming on the show again, Gary. Thanks for joining in a little bit here and there. A little there. bit here and there. Um, we'll be back in a week. Oh, next Saturday. We'll next record Saturday. next Saturday. We'll get it posted on Sunday when I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> when I can't get out of bed, I'll bring my laptop. Yeah. So, um, Seth, where can people find you on on? They can find you on Facebook, right? There's a few places to to get in the know. So there's SnyderCycles.com. Simple. Hours, yep. place, blah blah blah. Facebook Snyder Cycles. Uh, if you want to look at the paintwork we're doing right now, that's kind of a new thing for us. Is We're doing wet paint. We're doing carbon fiber now. We used to just do powder coating on steel and aluminum and titanium. But now we can actually sand your carbon frame, get that one redone. If you get it crashed, repaired, send it to us. We'll get it finished up nice. We're doing patchwork. We're doing full finishes on carbon. That's hotshotspowdercoating.com. Or you can just straight up call Snyder Cycles. And then hotshotspowder on Instagram where you can look at our most recent work. Beautiful. And support Seth. He does, he's got a great bike shop. He's always uh, down at the uh, velodrome for the, the, the races. Uh, he sponsors the velodrome. And does, I, and does as soon as I pulled up here today, I saw the tent on the corner. I knew right where to go. <laughs> so so. I, like, I like racing. I would say I love racing. Uh, personally, don't do a lot of racing except at the velodrome. Mountain biking really is my game. Seth has done Madison with me before. I have. It I was have. a little scary experience it for Seth. No, I was alright. You know, Vargas is scarier than you. <laughs> Var- Vargas is merciless. He'll come in at 30. I'm like, Vargas, we're here for participation points, man. Up, up, up. And Vargas is like, and this is, and this is Vargas, there's no participation points. <laughs> so it's go or die. But, uh, but yeah, so. Hey, that's Margie. So seeing Georgia Tech and Georgia State go, that makes me happy. Um, like helping them out. All cycling in Atlanta. We all got, try to support ourselves. We've got our own shop crew that that showed up today and represented and did good work. And um, I really just like watching racing. And that's, I mean, like I said, I do race a bit. But seeing other people do well makes me happy. I like making sure everybody's stuff works right. That's For me, the business, that's what this is about. It's just making sure people can have their stuff. And I don't care what it is, but have it work right. And, yeah, that's my end of the bike thing. Gary, you want to plug anything? No. Okay. I'm silent. I'm silent. <laughs> I came for the free beer. Gary right, the Fly. <laughs> Gary the Fly. Jay, you want to play anything? Mac the Knife, Gary the Fly. <laughs> Gary the Fly on the wall. Snack back? Feed me. Give me steaks. <laughs> He's chewing on his butt. Meatball. All right. So, subscribe to our podcast on Podbean, on iTunes, on Google Play. Uh, Mike and I are on all the social medias. <laughs> You can find uh, both of us on Facebook along with the podcast, Barman and Evo Podcast. I, ha- I can't believe you haven't recorded this, so you just like... It's too much work. It's too well, much work. Let me post. tell you, it's just too cheesy. It's too easy. It's got to be authentic, Mike. It's yeah. got to be authentic. <laughs> okay. You can find Mike Barman on Twitter, at underscore Coach Barman. <laughs> because there's so many of them out there. He had to throw an underscore <laughs> in the front. on Instagram. Are you oh, you're on Instagram? Not if we're yeah. lucky. Mike Barman on Instagram? Actually, my Instagram pick, my Instagram is way better than what I do on Facebook. It's that. like they say, 
That's for old. That's for you, we should put you in charge of the Instagram is Instagram page. You know, I used to do quite a bit of photography when I was younger, and in high school, I did a lot of darkroom kind of stuff. So photography is that part of the only art that I actually participate in. So my Instagram account is way more artistic. Yeah, barman artistic, not. Yeah. <laughs> not like <laughs> not like Scatalana for us. Yeah. Not like Scatalana kind of like appreciate cleavage art. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> That's another account. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so on Facebook, Barman and Bevo Podcast, Mike Barman, Mike Vandura on Twitter <laughs> at underscore coach Barman. <laughs> <laughs> I think on Twitter our Twitter accounts Barman and Bevo Pod, if I remember correctly. If you look for Barman and Bevo podcast, it'll come up. I can't believe you don't have a Snapchat. If you don't, I don't look know it what up. Snapchat is or how to use it, <laughs> I don't understand it at all. I barely understand Instagram. Well, the idea of Snapchat is you like take a picture of yourself, but they can't copy it. And it only lasts for 15 seconds. Why, why would somebody want to copy my picture? <laughs> Think of it. <laughs> I don't know. It makes no sense. Think about someone sending you a picture that they didn't want you to copy. Why would somebody send me a picture? Why would I want to copy it? <laughs> <laughs> I can explain to you many reasons people would send you a picture. But, but why I, would I want to copy it? I just it? feel like the guy filming the grandma's smoking from a bong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, my Twitter handle at Bevo8771. We're what? both on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that's right, I say happy birthday. I almost, I almost started a Bevo and Barman <laughs> podcast on LinkedIn this week. Just for I, you. I actually almost added it to my LinkedIn. Like I was going to do the whole thing. <laughs> I was going to do the whole thing this week just to be, just to be funny. And 40,000 CEOs didn't log in to get <laughs> All right, so that does it for episode 32. We'll be back again. Uh, you'll have a, a fresh episode for you next Sunday. Um, unless, I get, unless I get uh, a, bug up, a bug up my ass and do it Saturday while I'm drunk. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw Been in trouble with the law Since the day they was born Straightening the curves Flattening the hills Someday the mountain might get them But the law never will Making their way The only way they know how That's just a little bit more
don't understand They keep a showing my hands And not my face on TV <laughs> 